Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. On May 23rd, I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? <laughs> dokey. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. Visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil, the final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount Plus. Welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And we have heard you on Twitter because when we did the basketball preview the other day, someone's like, yeah, what about football? Of course we're doing football. We're here to do the football podcast about Arizona versus Utah this Saturday at Arizona Stadium. It's very exciting. But before we begin... Shelby... It's cold out. It is cold. I'm in a blankie right now. But I noticed earlier in the night, you were wearing your... Home, Arizona... Yep, bomber, bomber jacket. Bomber From Home Field Apparel. Uh, when you ordered it, you went to homefieldapparel.com. Mm-hmm. You entered the code WILDCATSCOOP23. Mm-hmm. And... And... You got 15% off. I did. Of it. I did so, indeed. Were you with me over my shoulder when I ordered? I think I ordered it for you. You did. So there you go. It's it's look, there's something for everyone. There's a lot in stock right now. A lot in stock. We think we don't really know that, but we do. Just say it, Jason. They have a lot of stock. Tons of stock. So much stuff. Running off the press. But no. to be fair, we own quite a few home field apparel pieces ourselves, so we enjoy them. They're well made. I enjoy you. And uh, yeah, bear down. That's mm. the end of the podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, all right, so Arizona football will be playing their last home game. It's senior night. I saw on Twitter it's almost sold out officially. It'll like, be sold it'll out. It'll be sold out by the time we get to the game on Saturday. It's exciting. Um, there's a lot on the line for this, you know. Just win, Shelby. That's just, what's just on the win. line. Just, just win. win. Everyone wants to know the different tiebreakers and all that. Who cares? Here's the tiebreaker. Just win. Win. Win, and then let's wait for the results of the Oregon-Washington game. And I'll let you know. Yeah, boom, done. But nothing. Arizona is literally eliminated from the possibility of making the Pac-12 championship game if it loses. So I was just one, happy with win. a bowl game this year. Not me, Shelby. I'm a happy. bowl game. I'm national championship or bust in every wow. sport. I just I feel like it's a very large jump from year two to year three. Like oh, hey, national championship. Nothing wrong with expectations, Shelby. Anyway, um, Jed speaks highly of Utah. What makes that program so damn impressive? Well, college football is often uh, cyclical, right? In the sense where you'll get a team that's good, and then that team will go down, and then they'll come back up. Um, It is rare to have, there are only a handful of teams that stay good, like Mm -hmm. every year. Utah's one of those teams. Uh, They're just, they're good, like every year. Um, they're, They're consistent. And one of the reasons why 
they're con- consistent is because their their coaching staff stayed the um, same. Yeah, it, it is consistent. Like Whittingham's been there for a uh, hundred years, I think, at this point. Um, they've had the same defensive coordinator for eight years or whatever. The OC's there, and you take a look at Utah, starting in two thousand fourteen. Nine wins, ten wins, nine wins, seven wins, nine, eleven, ten, ten. They're at seven right now. I mean, they're they're living the dream. They really are. Like they're if if you asked me, and I agree with Jed, if you asked me what I would want Arizona football to be, it'd be like, look, I want Arizona football to be a nine or, or an eight to ten win team and every couple of years make a run at the Pac twelve title or a, a New Year's Eve bowl and, and that's exactly what Utah does. And um, even under Urban Meyer, the same thing. They, they've made good hires, and they've had consistency. And, you know, you know what you're going to get from, from Utah. And, and I think that when you look at Utah, that's probably one of the more underrated coaching staffs in the nation. Like, the job that Kyle Whittingham has done this year with the ridiculous amount of injuries that Utah has had uh, this season um, is, is as impressive as, as any coaching job uh that he's had maybe in his career like it it really is that good Uh, i mean you know they lost 150 games played from guys that would have been in the two deep they have 10 season ending injuries basically uh you know it's it's remarkable that he has utah in the position that he's in and that and that speaks highly and again like there, there there's a price to put on continuity in or continuity. I was like, continuity? Yeah, continuity <laughs> in college football. The teams that have, usually speaking, the teams that have the same coaching staffs, or for the most part the same coaching staffs, are going to do well because when you think about it, like you look at Arizona, for instance, it, you know, Johnny Nansen, Don Brown. Well, you know, if you're changing defense coordinators, and these guys are playing for three defensive coordinators in three years and learning three different systems and, it's tough, but if you come in as a freshman and you learn the system and it's the same exact system that you're playing four years down the road, you have mastered that system, and that is extremely important, and, and that's what Utah has been able to do on both sides of the ball. For years. Years. If you have the secret sauce, you should not change the secret sauce. And that's why they've made Morgan Scally the defensive coordinator, the coach in waiting, because Whittingham will retire eventually whenever that is, and Scally will jump right in, and, and they're not going to change the thing. I love that they have a corporate succession plan. Like, it's so smart. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, all these other colleges and universities are just, like, firing people left and right and bringing a new system, and it does take time to become an expert in those systems, so... Okay, great. Um, what are your thoughts on the play of Bryson Barnes? I'm glad you asked, Shelby. I'm happy to ask, Jason. Did you know he's a pig farmer? Have you heard this? Nope. Yes, it'll be uh, announced at least 432 times Saturday's broadcast. So he's not camerizing. We can establish that. Camerizing is better. Um, you know, Barnes is an interesting case. I don't think he's awful. Um, but he's he's not good enough to kind of put you on the back and, and win you the game. But to, to be fair, Utah doesn't really ask that. Uh, his first game of the year was against Florida. He looked great, completed 66% of his passes. Utah fans were pumped. They go to Baylor. He's awful, right? Six of 19, 70 yards, just awful. Uh, against Oregon State, they lose. He was five for eight for 40 yards. They were going back and forth with quarterbacks. So be it. Then he's back at the starter against Cal. 
128 yards, decent, not great. USC, he looked good, don't we all? 235 yards, three touchdowns. You're like, okay. You know, they beat USC in that game, 34 to 32. Barnes also ran for 57 yards in the touchdown. If you remember, he had that big 26-yard run where he looked like a beast. Then they go to Oregon, and he's awful again. Two picks, barely completes, 50% of his passes, can't run at all. Then he goes to ASU, throws four touchdowns. Uh, you know, looks great, 56 running yards. Then he goes to UW, has a fantastic first half. Second half, Utah doesn't score at all, but still finishes with pretty decent numbers. 267 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. He's very inconsistent. Um, 10 touchdowns, seven picks. He's only completed 58% of his passes. Um, you know, the, the ultimate strategy on Utah's part, my guess, would be that if he throws 25 to, you know, you don't want him throwing more than 30. The most he's thrown all year was 30 times against UW. They were operating, uh, you know, at a deficit, I would say, and, and he had to throw a little bit more. He's a pretty solid runner. Um, you know, Arizona has faced better quarterbacks, but I don't think that Barnes is a guy they should overlook either. Barnes is a, is a very tough dude, like very tough. You know, he, he went down in the Washington game and it's like, he won't be back. And then he's up again in the next drive. Um, he, he kind of epitomizes everything Utah is. He's not excellent. He's not the best quarterback in the conference or in the upper echelon, but he's a tough dude and he generally can do. Uh, what Utah needs him and wants him to do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. So we really need Bad Barnes to show up, is what you're saying. Bad, 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 bad Barnes. Um, okay, well, what are Utah's biggest weapons? I'm glad you asked this as well, Shelby. That's when my job. I'm the host of the Logcast Podcast. Oh, okay. Well, uh, when when you think of Utah, you think running game. That's what they're going to do. They're going to run the ball quite a bit. They're going to do so with two running backs, basically. Maybe even mix it up with Vaki, but they've moved away from him a little bit in terms of the run game. The first one you got to watch out for is Jaquindon Jackson, 6'2", 230 sophomore. Um, very solid, you know, Washington, he didn't really do much. He only had 30 yards and 10 carries, but he did reach the end zone twice. He's not a threat to catch the ball out of the backfield at all. Um, but ASU 111 yards and a touchdown on 13 carries USC. They gave him the ball 26 times for 117 Cal. He played well Baylor. Um, he's probably the reason they won that game. So he's, he's very solid averages five yards a carry, uh, and has 122 carries on the year. 
Jalen Glover's a much smaller back at 5'8", 102 carries, so they're, they're pretty split there. Um, you know, he's not really a threat to catch out of the backfield either. Um, we'll have some solid games, but hasn't had that one kind of spectacular game yet. You know, he's he's solid. Um, Vaki is a guy where, you know, they, they kind of used him when they were injured and used him in a variety of ways, and they've moved out of the way a little bit when teams started to, to catch on a little bit. Um, at wide receiver, they got Devon Vele, 6'5", junior, uh, big dude, 34 catches, 482 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, last game against Washington was the best game, maybe of his career. Five catches, 145 yards, which is crazy. It's the only time he's gone over 100 yards uh, this season. You know, they lost their tight end, Brent Queeth, uh, whatever his name is. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, but he was probably, he would have been their, their top guy. So, And they also lost uh, Thomas Yasmin, who was the backup. So their tight end isn't really a weapon anymore. They have Landon King, but he only has nine catches for 85 yards. He does have three touchdowns. Money Parks and Mikey Matthews are probably their other top two guys. Money Parks is 5'10". Great name, obviously. Obviously. Uh, but, you know, he's not a guy like his best game was against Florida. He had a 70-yard touchdown. Um, he hasn't gone over... 40 yards in any other game this season. Mikey Matthews with a four or five star guy coming out of high school, freshman, 25 catches. So they're gonna they're gonna try to beat Arizona with the run. They're not gonna go super deep on a lot of plays. Um, they have talent, but you know those those are uh, pretty much the guys that um, that we'll hear from the most with Utah's offense. Um, defensively, how has Utah been? I'm glad you asked, Shelby. I'm happy to ask, Jason. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, they've been. Sorry, we just. I just had to leave. We stopped the podcast in the middle. We're not going to play tricks because I had to go get Aurora. Palm life. Palm life never ends, man. 10 p.m. toward to Tucson. That's a 12-hour day she put in, right? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Uh, defensively, Utah's been pretty good. I mean, look. At the end of the day. Um, them giving up 32 points to USC. USC is a very good this year, but the offense is. Oregon's a badass team, giving up 35 to them, giving up 35 to Washington. There's nothing to be, you know, down about. They let up seven to UCLA, who's not very good offensively. Oregon State 21, but um, you know that it, their defense is good. You know, it, it really is, and, and and that's the thing with with Utah that you can always count on is uh, defensively. Um, you know, they're, they're always going to have a good defensive line. It may not be good this year as other lines, but we'll get to that in a minute. But, um, you know, they've, they've had eight interceptions this season. Um, they've, uh, they forced, uh, six, eight fumbles. I believe they've recovered six of them. Um, they're good. I mean, at the end of the day, they, they, the, the thing with them is they play super hard. Um, and this is another position where they've lost guys. Like they've lost, um, Lander Barton, who is awesome, really good linebacker. Um, Sione Fotu actually, you know, is is was starting. He's actually missing um, the first half uh, because of targeting. So they're going down and they're they're on their, you know, uh, they're they're gonna have to probably play Josh Calvert, who's a guy who has two tackles and has barely played this year. I'm, I'm curious if if Arizona actually attacks that a little bit. But all things considered, when you take a look at the injuries that Utah's had. Um, you know, it, it, it's impressive that, again, they play hard. And, and part of the thing also with Utah that you got to realize is they hold the ball, I think, they're fifth in the country in time of possession. 
So when you hold that ball that long, you're not going to give up a lot of points anyway. Right. Okay. Um, all right. Well, who are some standout players on that side of the ball? Who? Who? Uh, they have one of the best defensive linemen in the country. It's pretty wild when you think about it. Arizona um, has faced, you know, I know Colorado kind of took a break, but UCLA, Latu, Murphy, et cetera. Jonah Ellis is, uh, is a bad dude. He has 12 sacks this season. He's forced to fumble. Uh, 12 sacks is obviously uh, quite a bit. He's had a sack, and, and he didn't have a sack against Washington, but two against ASU, one against USC, one and a half against Cal, three and a half against UCLA, two against Florida. Uh, he is a, a very bad man, and, and he's going to be in Noah Fafita's face, and um, that matchup with him and Jonah or, or Jonah, whoever it might be, uh, is going to be awesome. And, you know, they have some other guys, Cole Bishop at safety we know about, um, you know, Sione Vaki. At safety, their safeties have been good. Uh, Cole Bishop is a guy that kind of, kind of leads the way. Um, you know that he's always going to play hard, and, and they don't blitz him a ton. He has two sacks and um, he has two interceptions, but he's he's the leader um, of that defense in terms of things that they like to do. Um, you know, linebacker. I'm a little curious about how, how they deal with. You know, um, like I said, Foto being out, Kareen Reed uh, isn't outstanding. You know, he's second on the team at 54 tackles, but um, he's a guy where he's he's kind of inconsistent. He's not going to get sacks or forced turnovers or anything like that. He's um, It's similar to the way that Arizona's defense is built where, you know, you want him to get the sacks and all that. Uh, Lovani Damuni is another guy uh, that leads the team in tackles with 60. Um, so, I mean, they're, they, you know, it, usually what it is is like with Utah, they would rotate and all that, and then before you know it um, – you know, they've got guys, there's just no drop-off, right? Um, and, and in this case, you know, there, there kind of is because their depth is so hurt. You know, Lander Barton has two of their picks, he's out. Um, you know, and so it, it's a situation where um, they've been just really hurt by, by injuries, and the, but they're still talented. Like, I, you know, it, it's, it, it's, like I said before, it's very impressive what they've been able to do uh, with so many missing players. Okay. Um, well, what is Arizona's path to victory? Well, it's an interesting game because of time of possession. Uh, Arizona's going to want to keep the ball, and Utah's going to want to keep the ball. And when you have a game that is going to have limited possessions, like, look, the over-under in Vegas for this game, um, I'd have to go back and look, but I'm pretty confident saying it's the lowest for an Arizona game this year. It's only 45. That is low for a Pac-12 game. That is super low. And the reason is because possessions are going to be limited. Um, so you have to take advantage of your possessions. And when that happens and it's a game like that, if you turn the ball over, you're in deep trouble. Because if you turn the ball over, Utah's going to go on a six-minute drive. You're and, not going to get it back. Right, and you're not going to get it back anytime soon. So, you know, if, if Arizona plays a clean game and, and is able to run the ball, they're going to have a, a pretty good chance of winning this game. But if it's... Like last year, when you go back to last year, um, and, and I realize it's a completely different situation and all that, but, you know, you, you go back to last year's game, and, and it was kind of one of those games where um, everything went wrong. Like, they turned it over, they couldn't punt well and all that. They lost 45-20, to 20, Arizona did. And, you know, Jaden uh, Delora was 10-20 of 20, uh, for 159 yards, 
uh, you know, they, they couldn't really get, and again, completely different game, but, um, you know, Arizona, for instance, allowed 306 rushing yards. It's just a different game. Um, you know, and, and so Arizona has to play clean. If Arizona doesn't play a clean game, I, I really don't see a path to winning because Utah's just going to make them pay. They're just, that's how they're built. Yikes. All right. Well, prediction time for you, sir. This to me is the toughest game of the year. As you know, Shelby, I haven't missed a game all year. Um, yes, you tell me all the time. Uh, just I haven't missed a game. Uh, this one is tough. I've gone back and forth. Uh, it is crazy to think that as of now, as we're recording this, Arizona is a one-point favorite. Think about that. Arizona is a one-point favorite against Utah. Again, I've gone back and forth. Like I, you're looking at me smiling because you know, like I don't even, I don't know. I don't know who's gonna win this game, and that's why I'm giving it to you first. Hey, that's cheating. <laughs> uh, I told Michael Luke I thought Utah would win, but the more I think about it, you just recorded that with him today, like hours ago. That was this morning. The more I think about it, Shelby. Uh huh. I think if this, when you look at Utah at home, they are badass. Utah on the road, Arizona's got a ton to play for, sold-out crowd. Let's get weird, Shelby. 24-23, Arizona. Ooh, tight game. Okay. Real tight. Um, you know how I feel about tight games. Um, I don't particularly agree. I do think Arizona will beat Utah by at least a touchdown. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here comes the Shelby special. <laughs> Go ahead, babe. Say it. So I'm going... going to be mad at you. Be careful here when you predict 49 to negative 7. I wasn't going to say negative 7. Let's see. I think you caught me kind of off guard here. I'm going to say Arizona 32 Uh to Utah 21. All right. Is that crazy? I think it's doable. We've got Tyler Loop. He's the best kicker of all time almost. Mm -hmm. Right? Knock on table. And, uh, yeah. Let's get weird. Do you know why my record is not maybe as impressive as your record for picking? Because well, I always pick Arizona. I wasn't in the car the other day. It was really funny. I was like, what's your record? And you're like, it's Arizona's record. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Because you literally, <laughs> that's what it is. It's, you are seven and three. Good job, Shelby. That's right. Uh, I'm undefeated. I'm loyal. I, I am loyal. And this way, because I picked both winners, I could claim victory. Either. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm going to Arizona. Just, it. I've said this a couple times before. If this game was at Utah, I would not pick Arizona. I'm just curious. You you said Utah this morning, and then now you're saying Arizona. Like, what changed magically uh, I for you? I did a little more research. Uh-huh. I talked to the streets. Yeah. And I just go by what the streets are saying. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I go to the trap. I think that there could be a chance, and this might be crazy for me to say, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona had some more scores than even I predicted for this game. I found out that Kadeem Carey is coming. Well, we knew that. Kadeem don't lose to Utah. No. Kadeem's the best. And uh, what else? I, I learned that the Sun Bowl, the Holiday Bowl, mm-hmm. and the Alamo Bowl will all be wearing their blazers and be in attendance. And Shelby's going to schmooze. I'm going to put her on assignment. I'm going to say, Shelby, go do the thing where you talk to them and they think you're flirting with them. 
And they're gonna and she's gonna do it. And she's gonna find out what bull wants Arizona the most. I am. That's my job. That's what you also. Does. I just talk to people like normal. No, you, I'm not you, flirting mm, with them. No, you people always waiters especially think you're always flirting. I am not flirting because I'm nice. One time, Shelby went into a coffee bean and told the guy in her sweet little voice, Co- "Coffee bean and tea leaf." Oh, I just love the vanilla. And this dude is like, "Just take it." And she's like, "It's like a twenty-three dollar container." And, he, just, he's he like, said, hey. Merry Christmas. Yeah, I was like, what's going on? I just want a coffee. I can't even get a free coffee. It's my soup. I got free dinner at work tonight from my food truck. When we went to Italy, it's international too. When we went to Italy. We did, yeah. I, I left. What did the guy say that was mean? He's like, this is better than your husband. And he gave you like a pound of cherries. Yep. And he, he literally did. said, quote, these are better than your husband. That's because you were, were rude. The, they were really And you cherries. were walking out the door and I was rude nice. Rude American. There's a difference. Maybe. Anyway, I'm a nice person. Whatever. But Shelby People will find like out. People like to give me things. Unless they see the dark side of Shelby. If Arizona's losing, then all yeah, bets are off. Then I, then I might throw a temper tantrum. But yeah, so. anyway, anyway, Shelby, you know how to end it. I do. In the immortal words of John Button Salmon. <laughs> Bear down. Shelby doesn't like... Any part of Utah except for one part. Shelby, shout them out. I know what you're going to do. Shout them out. I will shout out Southern Utah University in Cedar City because it's a beautiful town and it is the home of the Utah Shakespeare Festival. Holla! Yeah, I married a nerd, y'all. I am a nerd.